0: Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Hello, hello, Sarah M. Chapel here. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch. I wanted to talk to you guys today a little bit about one of the most important steps in selling your work that most people skip. I'll be honest, I'm recording this right after finishing a two-day intensive workshop all about creating scalable offers. I want to thank you if you came to that live. It was so much fun. I'm a little tired, but I wanted to capture this thought for you on the podcast before we move forward and before I fell asleep. (laughs) So when we're looking at selling our work, One of there's like a whole bunch of big mistakes, and we're actually going to be going over those in a free training that you can check out on July 20th. Um, If you go to holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash free, you can get all the information and register for the free webinar. It's going to be a blast. Um, It's an update of a webinar I've done before. So if you have come to my uh, soulful selling webinar in the past, this is going to be updated, it's going to have new information. If you haven't come yet, then you want to learn more about how to sell from a place of service, how to sell your work in a way that is authentic and that actually reaches the people that you want to reach while supporting your entire community. I hope you will join us. Again, that's holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash free. So now before I fall asleep, what is this mistake that I want to point out? We tend to forget when we're selling. And I'd say this is true with marketing. And maybe this is just true with business in general. Even though if you're like most of my customers, you are a spiritual entrepreneur, you are a soul-centered entrepreneur, you care about other people, we forget that when we're selling, we are having actual human interaction. <laughs> it's like a, like a switch flips in our brain. And all of a sudden, we think that we're like Amazon and are these like automatons who are not really, um, that are like completely automated, right? And that's not true. And I don't mean automation in the sense of like, you know, automating parts of your business so that you don't have to do repeated tasks. No. But in the sense where we stop thinking about selling as a conversation, selling as a way to communicate with someone and assess whether or not they want what we are offering. So in the workshop this weekend, one of the things that kind of emerged at the top was this idea of consensual or hand-raising types of selling selling where people have actually opted in and said that they are interested in what you are doing. (laughs) So let me give an example of something that would not be this, that would not be opt-in style selling, or we also call this um, attraction marketing. It's when if somebody is just going through and DMing spamming people, right? If you're just sending a bunch of cold DMs to a whole bunch of strangers, and if you guys get those y'all, they drive me nuts. I'm like, I can always tell that you don't know who I am. (laughs) You obviously haven't researched me. You're just sending me a sales message being like, and it's usually like, Hey girl, Hey boss, babe. You know, I'm like, I do not call myself a boss, babe. I don't know you or Hey love. Right. And it's this, Hey girl. Um, kind of energy where people are just reaching out and showing up in your private space, in your DMs, in your comments, um, sending you messages on Facebook, adding you to their email lists illegally, and saying, buy my thing, right? That kind of selling, it can work. It works at scale. If you reach enough people, someone will buy. But what's the problem with this? Well, first of all, it's not based on relationship. It's not based on human to human interaction. It's someone treating you like a number, and honestly, that never feels good. But also, it's not consensual. You didn't say you were interested. (laughs) You didn't raise your hand. You didn't say, hey, I want to learn more about this thing. When we're doing selling, one of the most powerful tools you can use is hand-raising content, hand-raising interactions, or like real human interactions is how I like to think about it. So let's say, for example, that you're working on a new project. Instead of DM spamming everybody on the internet, you can post something on Instagram or send an email that goes out and says, hey, I'm making this thing. Do you want to learn more about it? I'm working on something about this topic. If that's of interest to you, just reply to this email and let me know. Get on the wait list. Send me a DM. This style of marketing, this direct response sales, is actually cultivating human interaction. Now, this is where it can be a little challenging, right? We don't want to overstep our boundaries. This isn't about saying that you have to be in your dams all the time or that you have to be available to everyone who wants to reach you. But what it is saying is that if you want to sell in a way that is truly authentic, you have to remember that you're talking to another human, a human with needs, with priorities and with desires and with problems that they are looking to solve. By asking them if they're interested in whether that's an email or an Instagram post or an IG live or, hey, here on a podcast, doesn't really matter where, you're getting them to raise their hand to self-identify, to tell you that, yes, I want to know more. This is what you're doing when you get someone to join your mailing list. They're raising their hand. They are consenting to receiving emails from you right? One of the most popular ways to build a mailing list is to give somebody something for free, a free gift in exchange for joining your mailing list. They're raising their hand to say, I'm interested in what you're talking about. I want to know more. When we do this, we have done the step one of sales, which is creating relationship and affinity. There's more to this. and We're going to go deeper in the training in a couple weeks, but it's so important to note because my guess is a lot of you, if you're like a lot of the folks that I support, especially in my Launch Incubator program, a lot of your content is probably purely informational. You're doing a lot of teaching, a lot of free content. There's like, some of the worst advice on the internet is that you have to give away your best stuff for free. You have to teach your best stuff and that's how people will buy. No, if they have your best stuff, they're good. If They're going to go work on your best stuff. They're not going to buy from you. And the other content you're probably making is stuff that's supposed to make you relatable, but becomes like this vulnerable, like overshare, like I have to pull out my secret pain in order to get people to buy from me. And yeah, that'll work, but it's not sustainable. You and your secret or not so secret pain is not actually the product you're selling. That level of self-exploitation, while it can work, Ultimately, does not feel good for most of us? And then also what happens if your life goes better? <laughs> what happens if things get better in your life? Having to constantly remind past pain in order to sell is not sustainable. So those are two main content that I tend to see. And what's missing in both of those, right? Purely informational or talking about you. Well, I'd say there's one last one. I almost forgot, which is also centered on you as the, the person making the content, which is why you like your work. I made this thing because I love this and I want to share it with you. Y'all, no one cares. (laughs) No one cares. They may care about it like as a friend, about as a human, but when we're looking to get people to invest, our work is not about us anymore. It is about them and what they need. So if you're falling into one of those three content traps, one of the easiest ways you can shift this is by starting to put a call to action or a hand raising or some kind of consent opt-in with your content. This is before you're even selling, by the way. This is just getting people interested, kind of teasing topics, seeing what comes up, saying, hey, I'm working on something about this. Are you interested? Or does this sound like you? I'm hearing a lot of folks are having these kinds of problems, like this, this, and this. Let me know in the comments. Drop an emoji. Send a DM. And this way you are starting conversations. You're letting people engage with you choose to participate in what you are making. Not only does that create greater affinity, because now you guys are doing human stuff. And marketing is essentially mimicking human interaction, right? Like marketing, so many of the techniques that are taught and like all the fancy stuff people say to do, it's all big companies trying to pretend that they have actual human interaction with their customers. They are mimicking what you as a small business can naturally do you are a human, <laughs> you can do human things, right? So not only are we creating an actual human interaction, that actual affinity, the actual like human to human talking to each other, you're also now giving back to your potential customers, the agency to say, yes, I'm interested in this. Or if they don't raise their hand, if they don't interact, they're saying maybe not or no. So you don't have to go into everyone's DMs. You don't have to send 20 million emails to people who aren't interested. Instead, you can say, oh, they raised their hand. I'm going to send them more. I'm going to send them some more information. I'm going to follow up because they already said they were interested in this topic. So this idea then of consent or engagement, or I mean, people call it so many different things, Ah, direct response marketing. (laughs) is really just about having a conversation. And how can we have a conversation at scale? How can we have a conversation with many people at once so the right people will know if we can help them? See, sales ultimately isn't actually about money, though it's part of it, and it's not really about your work, though it's part of that. It's really about a problem that your customer wants to solve. It's about their lives. It's about their desires. It's about what they need. And about whether or not you have the thing that will help them to feel better, to, to make more money, to solve a problem, to enjoy their life, to bring beauty into their world, to affirm their values. All of that is what's possible when we sell authentically and from a place of service. When we center the experience of our potential customers and what they need, all we're doing then is having a conversation where we're saying, Hey, it sounds like you have this problem. I have a solution. Are you interested? Is that something that would help you? Do you want to prioritize that right now? It can take a lot of unlearning and relearning, rejiggering around in your brain to start to actually sell this way. But the good news is that it's not hard. There's some simple steps. This first one that I'm highlighting today, this hand raising interaction, getting people to actually say, yes, I'm interested in learning more is a great place to start. There is so much more to go though. And I want to really open the door for you to come and join us at the training on July 20th. I can't remember dates for the fuck of my life. I just can't. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm like, July, what month is it? I've always been bad, but it's especially bad right now. July 20th is when the training is. Come, holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash free so that you can learn more about how to sell from a place of service and start to address some of these mindset shifts. I'd also love to mention just real quickly, real quickly, because this is a big one, if you feel like selling is taking something away, from people. Because a lot of times that gets in the way of this showing up in service. It can be hard to say, hey, I have a solution for you. If you feel like you are taking something, that someone is losing something if they invest with you, right? That you are taking their money. Does that sound like something in your head? Here's the thing. If you can actually help someone get a solution faster, quicker, better, or one that they couldn't have found before, if you can help them change something in their life or to feel better about it, that's an exchange. You are giving something in return. Your work can help people. And the primary form of exchange in our culture is financial. In other times, it's been trade. In other times, it's been time. And there are still time and other kinds of trade. Money is essentially a stand-in for trade. What you're saying is, I can help you with this. Do you want it? And if so, here is the trade. This is a really interesting moment when I'm recording this for us to think about money. (laughs) Because at least in the United States, our government magically came up with trillions of dollars to give people for, quote, free. They invented it. It doesn't exist. (laughs) right, there's $65 billion sitting in the paycheck protection loan right now, which is a whole other problem that's fucked up, Um, how many people have not been able to get that. But this money wasn't anywhere. It's essentially been debt that they created. We print money, we invent money, money can pop out of thin air on that scale. So the next time you feel like you're taking something from someone, I want you to remember that, that money, while well, may not grow on trees, <laughs> it is something that is representative rather than literal. It is something that actually is extensive, that the government creates more of, and it actually doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> and if someone's willing to exchange that with you for the result that you're giving them. Not only is that an equal exchange, is it a fair exchange, is it a trade, but also it's giving them, again, that place of consent where they're raising their hands, they are choosing personal agency, they are deciding what they want to do with their money. That's not up to you. It goes both ways, right? If somebody doesn't want to buy from you, it's also not up to you. It's not about you. But remember that when you're selling, the more that you try to control this narrative, the more that you try to patronize people and you know, not give them the opportunity to buy, not be honest about your prices, hide what you can do for people, you're not helping people. People do not need you to make decisions for them. It is not up to you what they choose to invest in. When we sell from this place of service, then we are exchanging goods and services. We are helping people find solutions, get results, change their lives. Maybe we can get them there faster, or we have some information or skills they don't have yet. That's awesome. Great. They want to pay you for that. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with creating an equal and fair exchange for your work. And in fact, as someone who has invested heavily in herself, I will say that a lot of times, paying money for something is a fantastic motivator. (laughs) It can really help people to show up and do the work as well, to give themselves the gift of the time, space, and focus on the problem at hand. Something that maybe we let slip by for too long. Something that is hard to prioritize in a busy, overwhelming, scary world. But if we invest, we show up. When we invest, we actually receive the help that we need. I hope that this has been useful for you today and that this made sense. (laughs) My brain is definitely a little bit fried after the workshop, but I wanted to make sure that we talked about this today. I'm really looking forward to seeing you at the training all about how to sell from a place of service. We're going to go over the common mistakes, especially some of those money things that we talked about today, as well as outlining how you can sell to your audience and to your community in a way that supports everyone, that gives back, that provides immense value, while also helping the right people to raise their hand and say yes. You can sign up for that training, which is on July 20th at holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash impact. And I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram. Send me a DM at Sarah M. Chapel and let me know, does any of this resonate with you? Are you having problems selling? Are you worried about actually talking about your work? Are you having a hard time asking for money? Are you having a hard time letting people know they can buy things from you? (laughs) I want to hear from you and know what is going on with you so I can make sure that I incorporate that into the training on the 20th and I will see you there. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today, and I will see you next week. Bye for now.